25th of May 2021. Welcome to the third of the Nucleus Legal Advice Centre's podcast series, Employment Law and You, where we discuss topics around employment law which might affect you. I'm Karen Liebert, an employment solicitor with Nucleus Legal Advice Centre and your host for this podcast. With me is my colleague Jackie Sellers and we're here today to discuss ACAS or the proper name which is the Advisory Conciliation and Arbitration Service. If you're thinking about making a claim to the Employment Tribunal, you'll probably have read or heard of ACAS and be a bit confused as to what it is and also what it does. ACAS is run by the government and its function is to support employers and employees resolve disputes. It used to be heavily involved in resolving trade union disputes, of which there are fewer now, but you would still hear ACAS being referenced in these large disputes. Jackie, can you explain how it applies to tribunal claims? Yes, I can, Karen. Before any employee or worker applies to the employment tribunal, he or she usually needs to apply to ACAS for early conciliation. This is a compulsory part of the tribunal process and the tribunal will reject your claim if you have not undertaken ACAS early conciliation. You can do this either by telephoning ACAS or submitting the early conciliation form online or by sending it to ACAS by post. If you search ACAS Early Conciliation on your browser, the link will pop up. If you call ACAS, they'll complete this form for you. The form is two pages and is straightforward. You must ensure that the name and address of your employer are included on the form and your own. ACAS is allowed to correct errors on the form, but try and do some research before you claim. For example, what is the proper name of your employer? You might think it's a person, but in fact, it's a company. Look at your payslips carefully and, of course, your contract. If you end up having to make a claim in the tribunal, the name you give on this form must match the name you give on the tribunal claim form. So it's important stuff. You also have to complete a separate form for each prospective respondent. Be sure to write the name of your employer carefully. If your dispute's about unfair dismissal or unpaid unpaid wages, the correct person is the company and not your manager, even if you think it was the manager that was at fault. Often we see clients putting down their manager's name on the form, and this can cause problems later and even result in your claim being struck out. However, if your dispute's about discrimination or whistleblowing, it's a good idea to undertake early conciliation against the individual which has caused the discrimination as well as your employer and you'll need to complete more than one form. So the first step of early conciliation is to submit the early conciliation form or call. What's next, Karen? The second step is for ACAS to contact you a few days after you notify them. They will explain the early conciliation process, take down details of your complaint and ask you if you wish to conciliate. That means trying to to resolve your dispute with your employer by coming to an agreement without having to go to tribunal. We at Nucleus believe it's generally best to try and conciliate rather than go straight to tribunal. If you do wish to conciliate, ACAS will pass the details to a conciliator an individual who will then contact you to take further details of the matters in issue. 
and ask you if you agree to their contacting your employer or ex-employer and what sums you may be looking for to settle your dispute. It's a good idea to have done some legal research and taken some legal advice about what your claim might be worth before you take this call. In our experience, ACAS conciliators are more likely to be effective if they have something concrete to work with. If you can tell them, for example, that you're looking for three months wages plus a basic award for unfair dismissal based on five years work, it's much clearer than saying, I don't know, when asked. And also better than unwittingly asking for a figure which is totally unrealistic, is your ex-employer is then unlikely to engage in the process. We have recorded a podcast with advice on working out how much your claim might be worth. And we strongly re recommend that you listen to this and do some rough arithmetic before you start your claim or settlement negotiations with your employer if you want to do this before applying to ACAS. If you don't wish to conciliate, then ACAS will issue an early conciliation certificate. This confirms that you've complied with your early conciliation obligations and you will then be able to present a claim to the tribunal. If you do wish to conciliate, what happens next, Jackie? So step three of the early conciliation process is when the ACAS conciliator contacts your employer and asks them if they wish to take part in the conciliation process to try and resolve the dispute. If they do wish to take part, the conciliator has six weeks to try and promote a settlement. Remember, the conciliator is neutral, is not a legal advisor. They will not take sides. They will not tell you whether you have a strong or weak case or advise you whether to accept a settlement offer. If settlement is reached, the conciliator will record what's been agreed in a form called a COT3, that's C-O-T-3. The COT3 agreement is legal, legally binding and can be enforced by the courts if your employer does not pay the settlement money. If a settlement is not reached, the conciliator will issue the early conciliation certificate which states the names and addresses of both parties, a reference number, and the date when ACAS notified you that the certificate was issued. What is the significance of this date, Karen? The early conciliation process normally affects the time limits you have to bring a claim to the Employment Tribunal. For example, in unfair dismissal claims, you have three months less one day from the date of termination of your employment to bring a claim. Provided you contact ACAS for early conciliation during this three-month period, this stops the clock and time does not continue to run while the early conciliation process is ongoing. Once the early conciliation certificate has been issued, broadly speaking, you have one month to submit the claim to the tribunal. So, for example, if the certificate was issued on the 15th of January, you must send your claim to the employment tribunal by the 15th of February. You may, in fact, have longer than this. So if you're worried that you may have missed the deadline for submitting your claim, do get in touch with us at Nucleus for further advice. But remember, time limits for bringing tribunal claims are strictly enforced. Even if you miss the deadline by a day, it will be difficult to make a claim unless you have really good reasons why you missed the deadline. Once the early conciliation certificate has been issued, is that the end of ACAS's involvement in your claim, Jackie? Not at all. If either party requests it, the same ACAS conciliator can continue to try and promote a settlement, even though the certificate's already been issued. 
We sometimes come across settlements reached through ACAS right up to the day of the start of the trial. But remember that once the certificate has been issued, the clock will start running for the purpose of calculating the time within which you must submit your tribunal claim. So make sure not to miss the deadline. So we've talked about the role of ACAS mostly in the context of a claim once you've left your employment. But ACAS might have a role to play while you are still employed. Can you explain more, Karen? Yes, I can. If you have a dispute with your employer that involves some some sensitive issues, or you don't want to leave your job and you're keen to maintain a good working relationship, then using the ACAS Alternative Dispute Resolution System could offer a solution. The process is confidential, informal and legally binding. You can choose between conciliation that we've already discussed, mediation or arbitration. Whilst the ACAS conciliator acts only as a messenger and passes on the information from one party to another, the mediator is more proactive and advises the parties on the strengths and weaknesses of their case and also tries to solve a deadlock in negotiations. Arbitration, on the other hand, requires the party's consent and involves a neutral party known as the arbitrator delivering an award after hearing the party's positions. But this is only available in unfair dismissal and flexible working claims. We hope this podcast has helped you understand the role of ACAS and how early conciliation works. If you'd like to know more or have any other employment queries, do call us at Nucleus on 0207 373 4005 or email us at employment at nucleus.org.uk or you could visit our website at www.nucleus.org.uk to find out about other employment issues. Check out our Facebook and Instagram, Nucleus Legal Advice, to find out more about the kind of work we do. So until next time, goodbye.